Shit, I forgot. Oh, I'm Reginald D. Hunter. And if you know anything, then you'll know to watch the podcast called Promoter Miles. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you, baby. Let's do it again. Welcome to episode number 32 of the Promoter Mouse podcast. Good evening, Pablo. Evening, Kai. Well, you always have a little chuckle when I say that. Yeah, yeah. We just keep going. We do. 32. Yeah, I know, I know. I can even even remember being 32 years old. 32 years old. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah. Just about. I was living, I think, in Torquay at the time. Mm. I think I just moved down to lower stuff, actually. What year is th- thirty-two for me? Uh, oh, two thousand and six. Oh, that's that's a long time ago, isn't it? Let me work it out. Two thousand and two, two thousand and three. Yeah, that's when I moved down here from uh, that there, London. Why did you move, Pablo? Why did you run away? What were you running from? Uh, people shooting. Oh, what, from Manchester? <laughs> no, I lived in London before, after I left Manchester. I lived in London for a long time. And, uh, uh, yeah, we had to bring up a, a child. And this is going to sound a bit grim, but people were actually shooting each other on the estate we lived in in London. Oh. So we thought, yeah, sack that yeah. And, and moved to this part of the world. A little bit of gun crime. And I, I often tell this anecdote, but um, when I first got down here, I opened up the local paper. It's probably the lo- lowest off journal. And bear in mind, I'd just come from, like, uh, Yellow Witness Appeal Board Central and uh, lots of gun crime that didn't even actually make the uh, newspaper, let alone the news. It was that rife. Um, I got here, and the front page of the Lowestoft Journal, there was a tractor... Uh, the farmer has tractor stolen, and there was this picture of this uh, farmer looking all forlorn into the space where his tractor used to sit. And I thought... This is all right. This would be all right. It's better than being shot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Dealing with door-to-door inquiries. Having your daft nicked. Yeah. Yeah. Daft nicked. Yeah, didn't they make tractors? Daft. Daft. What did they? I don't know. There's oh, a I little know. bit of agricultural kind of yeah. reference there. I'm a little bit behind my agricultural references. What's your favourite tractor? Used to have a little red one when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, the red ones are good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, farmers, though, around here, those tractors that they, they buzz around in, yeah. hundreds of thousands of pounds they cost. Yeah. And yeah. you think, how can you make that sort of money pulling up sugar beets? Oh, you can. Yeah. yeah. They have, and when you see a nice shiny new one, you think, well, you must be doing all right yeah. for his farming. I found out today, weirdly, through my day job, right, if you want sheep, to graze an orchard and uh, and for it to stay on the right side of being um, organic, um, you can only graze that sheep for 40 days. And then the chap from the Soil Association says, nah, you can't be classed as organic anymore. I found that out weirdly today. Why, why, can't, why not? I don't know. I mean, the guy from the Soil Association says so. I don't know. I didn't... I was sort of nodding off at that point and didn't ask any more. Well, as we know, we get a lot of, uh, of the farming fraternity tuning into this, so maybe we'll we'll expect a couple of emails from them 
about why 40 days classifies you as non-organic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do, do right in. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're usually inundated, you know, um, with, with farming trivia from these guys. And maybe this is the opportunity for them to get a, get a letter read out. Yeah, yeah, do that. And if you want anything read out, send it in and we'll consider it. Because this is sugar beet country, isn't it? We live near a place called Cantley. Oh, yeah, it smells. There's a big factory there where they pull up. So you'll be driving around at a certain time of year, usually early, late, late summer, isn't it? Early autumn. Yeah. And they've harvested all the beets and they're in a massive pile by the side of the field. And then another truck comes along, loads them up. They send them off to Cantley. They chop them up and then they boil them down and they make sucrose over there for cooking. Yeah, yeah. They don't actually make, like, silver spoon or whatever because that's sugar cane. I used to get the train from Lowestoft to Norwich and it stopped at Cantley. And the first few times it stopped, I, I, I was looking around at people accusatively because uh, it smelled like a big, you know... Big oh, it doesn't smell that bad. It's, oh, it's, I mean, it's a pungent get... own. I used to live in Hardley, and that's literally you can see the factory from there. When yeah. the wind turns, all you know they're doing their beats. Yeah, yeah, but but you probably get nose blind to it when 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 you only sort of go past every now and then when they're doing it. Doesn't half pen and ink. It doesn't smell of turd though. It's got just a rather it smells like a sort of gas, rather musky kind oh, of no. sugary no, it, sweet odor. It's not. It's not musky and sweet. If you're not used to it, it proper stinks. Okay. I think if you get used to it, maybe you... Uh... Wow. Um, yeah, you know when they're boiling, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's it's, good. it's a world away from uh, that there, London, and uh, all the inner city uh, gun crime. It is. It is. It's a world away. Uh, Pablo, what shall we do to start with? Shall we read out? Uh, I, I kind of miss you reading it out, actually. I know we've had all these superstars. Uh, I've had a few weeks off. But we've been uh, inundated with an email saying, oh, why isn't Pablo reading it? Why are you getting other people to do it? We haven't been inundated but with an email. We haven't. I don't believe you. Well. That, that's what you say. I like to think, I like to think <laughs> that, that the emails have been hot with, with references to, uh, to why things aren't happening. Uh, yeah, so would you like to would you like to take the mantle once again? Because yeah. all these stars, I mean, they're all <clears throat> queuing up to read it out, but there's only one person who really does it well uh, that's very kind and that's the author uh all right okay then you're not even gonna have a, have a stretch no i am just thinking about it we uh, what's there to think about you make it sound like it's the first thing you've uh, ever, it's not easy Kat. first time you've ever done it uh, it's the first time in a long while right two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in norfolk Rather than be at each other's throats, competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, we have joined together with the joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. I've missed you, Pablo, reading that out. Oh, well, that's nice of you to say, Kai. That was, that was absolutely a joy for oh, me. Right. Um, you, don't, you, you don't... You're grimacing like... You, you don't feel like you're worthy of it? I don't know, since we've had all these stars. You definitely are. It is your thing. All right. It's not that I don't feel worthy. Well. I don't know, I quite like other people reading it. Okay. Yeah. Well, we haven't had any other people reading out for this, this, this week. No. Yeah. All right. It was it, Jeff Whiting last week. Yeah, it was, yeah. And uh, who was it before that? Uh, Tony Law. Did he do one? 
Oh, he did do. He did do one, didn't he? Yeah. And, and have we played it yet? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he did the Patreon thing just before it. And we had some Patreons that read it out. Yeah, they've dried up. There's a few who haven't yet. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a there's a Simon. Yeah. Who hasn't? He uh, could do a really theatrical one. I think he should. Yeah. I don't think he's listening to the Patreon side of it, where we invited everyone. He's just paying as a hush money. Isn't he? And uh, who else? Who else hasn't read one out? Uh, James Preston hasn't read one out. Yeah. Um, I was expecting him to do it. Steve Felton, double babble vagina named Pie. Yeah. What's what, what are you waiting for, guys? Uh, speaking of Steve, he's getting all uppity today, having a go at my denim shorts on the, oh, on the old uh, Facebook page. Really? Yeah, yeah. Your lovely denim shorts. And he, he made uh, an insult towards me, um, which he saw as an insult, but actually it was quite homophobic. Oh. Yeah. I didn't have him down as a homophobe. No, neither did I. Oh. I, I must say I'm very, very disappointed. What did he say? Oh, hello, sailor, with your oh. little shorts on. Is that homophobic these days? He made a reference to uh, the village people. Why is that homophobic? That's a that's just a cultural reference. Nice one, Steve. You know, well, yeah, but he was uh, saying in a, in a derogatory way. Well, no, I think you read it in a derogatory way. He's, he comes from a place of love. Oh no, on this one he wasn't. I'll have to go back and read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve. Yeah, Steve. Come on. I'm not. It's, it's not what I'm worried about. It's it's the. Uh... Oh, did you know we lost a Patreon? It's, it's the... Oh, did we? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody signed out. Oh, have a guess who it was. Uh, sorry. Nope. No. All right. Uh... Dave. Dave Natris. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Can- Cancelled his membership. Well, we don't know him. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we said something he didn't agree with. Uh, Maybe he he's uh, he's fond of a, a pair of denim shorts. No, I tell you what, some Patreons get signed out periodically, automatically. That's the thing. So, so don't hold it against him. Um, no, I'm not holding it against him. Yeah. Just it was an observation. All right. He's still got to the uh, end and, of the month. <laughs> yeah. Dave, come back, come back. Yep. So he still has all of the benefits of a of a patron until uh, August the twenty seventh. Speaking of benefits of patron, I know we're going to come on to this, but it's probably as good as time as any to say. Yeah. We uh, we did a extra special patron episode at the weekend. We did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We didn't have a lot to talk about to start with, did we? No, no. I think you threw me. Why? Because you said, "What should we talk about?" Yeah. And then as soon as you asked me that, my mind went blank. What should we talk about, Pablo? That's all I said. Yeah. Don't do it again. We need to do a pod. Yeah, but we've written down stuff to talk about now. Uh, yeah. yeah, we went to the King's Head. Yeah. And we played some pool, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't really into it, you know. Wow. That's what a person that lost three games might say, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. So well, well done. Well done again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for winning three games in a row. Yeah. I won three, three games in a row last time. That's right. That's all square. But what you also... Uh, failed to do is play me at darts. You did everything in your power not to play darts. What? I didn't. I just let's play up. darts. Well, mostly it was ignoring me saying let's play darts now, and then oh, you got a bit hungry and had to go and eat. Well, yeah, yeah. And I was there with me darts all sharpened. Oh, oh you fl- got your own darts. Fl- I had I had a set for you as well. All oh, right, okay. Ones so with that... bent nibs on. Yeah. <laughs> well, and no yeah. flights. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sounds um, about right. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.
What's coming up, Pablo? We've got our week roundup. Yes. We... Oh, 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 uh, oh, now are you uh, taking over? Uh, uh, go uh, on, go on, read another one if you must. Yeah. Do, do you actually look at the Google Docs anymore? Yeah, do yeah. I've popped on there and you've been on there a couple of times. Yeah, did you see it last night? Yeah, good night, Ginger Flaps, wasn't it? <laughs> I wasn't even looking at it and I looked up and there was a message. <laughs> I had it on my desktop and then I looked and I went, oh, Pablo's been round. <laughs> <laughs> good, good night, Ginger Flaps. It was about 11 o'clock. Last I literally, night. I was in bed and I was having a look. and I, was, I think I thought it was something to put on and I could see he was on there. Oh, and I no. thought, oh, I could see there. There's, for the listener, there's a, an online document that we both update just to give us ideas to talk about. Let you look behind the curtain a little bit. But if both of us are on it, you can see when the other person's on. And I could see that Kai was on there just before I was uh, tucking myself up to sleep. So uh, I said good night to him. Well, I sort of leave it there, and then I'm on the, and then I'm sort of bumbling around on the internet doing all my promotion and stuff like that. And every now and again, I think, oh yeah, I must add something. Yeah. And then I've had a little gander. <laughs> uh, it's nice that you uh, wish me good night. I'm the last person you wish good night to. Uh, yeah. After well, you, you it, say good night, Mrs. Pablo, and then it's like good night, Ginger Flaps, and then it's off to bed. Yeah. I don't think it was quite in order, but if you if if you like, I'd like to think that was yeah. it. All right, come on, let, let's 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 say what's coming up. No, I'm, I'm still thinking of you in bed. Oh, Pablo. Fuck no. Have you got a but, nice mattress? Yeah, it's a memory foam. Oh, we got one of those Simba ones. Oh yeah, we got the pillows to go with it as well. That's a good night's sleep. Yeah, well, you can stay in it. I don't like where I don't like where this is going. <laughs> oh, Do you want to come and see whether? The... No. As a partridge once said, "I'm not being part of your sex festival." <laughs> uh, after a week round up in a bit, we've got praise B. Uh, comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. Seagull news. Yeah, opinion holes. Hellfire and damnation. And contrition. I think there's a couple of things here that haven't got anything against them. Hellfire, for example. Yeah, you know, well, let's, you know. We've mellowed out in our old age, haven't we? 32 episodes in, it's like, let people just get on. Let things just happen. Let's not get upset. Don't you think? Mm. Don't know. Is that what's going on? I had a few last week. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, remember, there was leaf blowers. Uh, Audi drivers, yeah. and there was someone else as well, wasn't there? I can't forget. Oh, yeah, leaf yeah. blowers and Audi drivers. Um, um, oh, yeah, steel drums. Yes. Yeah. Did you like the little bit I put at the end of the last one? Yeah, it did make me chuckle, to be fair, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well A little steel drum festival. Let's look at the week round. Sorry, just to say on steel drums. Yes. You showed me a poster of your thing that's coming up in Wisbeach, the... Uh, You've actually got steel drums on, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably is. Uh, yeah. Are you coming? Get them to do a jingle. Just for that. <laughs> <laughs> Get them to do a little jingle. How's your week been, Pablo? Been all right, yeah. Um, do you want the latest update from Fat Fighters? I do. This is the cult that's just uh, keeps on colting. Yeah, well, yeah, it, was a bit, it went a bit weird last night. First of all, two and a half pounds, so I'm having that. That's all right. Actually dropped two and a half pounds, so I felt like I should have dropped Did more. Did you get a little golf clap for that? Got a little clap for that, yeah. Yay. But it was a weird moment. Did I tell you that a week before, we all had to fill in a little slip to say, uh, to say who they thought the woman of the year should be? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Which which is a bit odd, right? Um, but any, anyway, um, 
about sort of five minutes into it, the, the nice lady, uh, she says, right, right, um, I'm going to read out your name. If I read out your name, come up to the front. And uh, she started reading out names, and she started giving people envelopes. She said, oh, don't open it yet, don't open it yet. And then they all stood there like bloody schoolgirls. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there wasn't one under 65. And there wasn't any blokes I, there, no? No blokes, no blokes at all. She said, right, open them, let everybody see, let everybody see. Like, they were fucking children, right? <laughs> <laughs> and there was like these little sort of uh, certificate things with their names written on them, but you couldn't really see. And and then she started going, well, you've all been nominated for Woman of the Year. Wow. And we all had to do like shit claps. Well, we had to clap, but everybody. And there was a lady in front of me, obviously nominated a mate for a laugh, and she started chuckling away this real evil chuckle because she was laughing at her mate being just you know stood there. And the, and the same lady, right? I think she must have had some kind of weird form of Tourette's because I was sort of nudging Mrs. Pablo who sat next to me when when she was agreeing with what the uh, the the main lady was saying. She kept making this. Really weird. And then when I not noticed it, I elbowed uh, uh, Mrs. Pablo, and then we got a giggle on, and we couldn't stop giggling, you know. But it's when my, you notice my, something this, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just a weird. Thing. Is that weird? Is that a weird sort of Tourette's? Just mm, is that kind of some sort of? I don't know. Well, nerv- it doesn't sound like neurological to thing. Me. If she'd been going mm, motherfucker, that might have. Oh, no, you can get Tourette's without swearing. Oh, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, not everybody does it. I, I mean, you know, uh, old schools, she might not know many swear words. Muff. Yeah. Got any she others? Go, oh, oh, biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, she's an old lady, she probably wouldn't swear that much. Okay. But it is funny when old ladies, old ladies do swear. Have you come across old ladies swearing? Yeah, they, they've life? given up, haven't they? Given up trying to, to, yeah. to be... Polite and, yeah. and well mannered. Yeah, my ex mother in law used to come out with the uh, swear words, and it was properly funny. It was like the like the Catherine Tate character. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, 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 she's great, and she was proper South London as well. So it was like had a real drawl about it. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, that was Fat Fighters. Uh, yeah, what about yourself? Um, well, school's out. Oh yeah, you've uh, yeah you've ditched the school, haven't you? I've got now six weeks off. Well, yeah. seven weeks actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it used to be when I was working in a school that would be amazing, but now it is work without pay because I don't work yeah. in a school. So yeah. I've got to hustle through the summer. Yeah. Got a few gigs. Got eBay on on the computer like you're selling all your wares just yeah just trying to hustle yeah. through till you know it's only six weeks i mean luckily we're we're not in a you know that tax thing i had recently helped but yeah, yeah it's not it's not normally as as uh worrying yeah because normally you just get paid twice during the summer holiday that's one of the advantages of being a teacher yeah absolutely in a school. Yeah. Uh, but yeah it was all right i've got loads of new cases up for the September, so there's plenty of work there. During lockdown when I was doing it, uh, there weren't any kids in school to get kicked out of school. So there weren't uh, that many... So, yeah, yeah, there weren't that many kids... Sounds were lean. Yeah, and there weren't that many new kids to take on. But yeah. uh, now it's it's all all systems gone. There's, there's more than enough to go around now. Do, do, do you manage your finances well enough to carry over the summer? Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, it's all right. 
it's yeah. it's not bad. And like I say, um, we had that tax rebate, which means yeah. things right. But you know, we're not planning any major holidays. But I tell you what is good news. What's that? Christmas is coming round. Oh no! Yeah, but not not we're not, be, get, we're not getting, before August. We're getting our boy back from Japan. Oh, brilliant! With the mother-in-law as well for for a couple of weeks. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, we've sorted yeah. that out. So we're not having a holiday. We're going to help them come over here. Yeah, so oh. that's nice. Oh, that is yeah. nice. Yeah. We'll have them back for a proper feast over Christmas. Brilliant. Yeah, so that's good news. Yeah, that, it's that's fantastic, a good yeah. thing to come out. We booked it today, so that's nice. Might might get a pint with Senna. Yeah. Yeah, I think we go out. He doesn't drink much. I think he's. Yeah, I, I think he's had. A, you know, he's seen me drinking my fair share. I thought, I think uh, he's not, yeah. give that a wide berth. Yeah, he's not a drinker. Oh, fair play. And if he does, it's it's minimal. Good lad. Um, yeah. And I'm pleased about that. Good, good. Because um, I I enjoy a drink. Yeah, don't we all? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've enjoyed all of the drinks that he could possibly enjoy for the rest of his life. <laughs> and I think yeah, he's made a good choice there. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not into it at all. Which I'm really pleased with. Um, yeah, so there was that. And this one, right, I've put, I've put, luck in wheel nut. Oh, right. Luck in wheel nut. I mean, this is a quiz. Did, did you lose your wheel nut and then find it again? You know the locking wheel nuts? Yeah. You know last, uh, after the Patreon pod, I said, oh, I've got to go and change an anti-roll bar drop link on my wife's car. Yeah. Didn't mean anything to me, but yeah. So I did that. Yeah. It was there waiting, and it was only a half an hour job. Take the wheel off, sort it out, put it back on again. Good for you. Took it for a little drive round. Yeah. Brought it back. And then my wife's, Mrs. Kai's car has to, had to go in for a MOT on Monday. And she said, oh, get the locking wheel nut, because I'll need that for the MOT. And so I thought, oh, yeah, I've popped that in the toolbox, haven't I? I've taken everything off. Did I do that? No. And then I thought, I know what I've done. I've left it on the wheel. And gone driving and about. And gone driving about. No. And you know, there's that sinking feeling that yeah, this yeah. is A, going to cost a fortune to put yeah. right. Yeah, I've yeah. tried it before and it is not very, very pleasant. Yeah, and you've got to be in the doghouse. And yeah, <laughs> she can't have the MOT done. Uh, and so I thought, oh no. Went for a walk. And luckily, I'd only driven it down the bottom of the road and round and back, uh, just to see if the rattle had gone. Walked down, checking the road. Looked up, I, anybody who saw me just sort of wandering in between cars, looking under cars and stuff, would have yeah. probably thought I was a bit dodgy. Got to the bottom of the road. Hallelujah! Found it. There was a locking wheel nut sitting in the curb. Wow! And do you know yeah. when a weight is lifted? You know yeah. when you're worried, 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 and then suddenly all of your worries have gone. Yeah. Mate, I've never, you know, what yeah, a feeling. It's a wonderful feeling. feeling. God, I spend my life losing things. Yeah. but that I, I absolutely do. And and I, I often think to myself, it'll turn up. Yeah. And nine times out of ten it does, but every now and then you feel it in the pit of your stomach and you think, it's not coming but back, is it? I'd driven it down the road, turned around, come back, and I'd even sort of driven it just up on a little curb just to see if it was, it was nice and stead- steady. I thought it might be there. Shortly after I'd done it, Mrs. Kai had driven all the way to Beckles and back to pick up the daughter. And and I was just thinking, this is a hopeless, hopeless thing. And there it was, wow. just staring at me from the curb. Uh, I'm, fe- I'm feeling it for yeah, you. Yeah, you know just being... how, how yeah. the, the weight of all the stress of having to sort that out was lifted. <laughs> Hallelujah to my lucking wheel nut. Yeah, oh, I'm pleased for you. 
I tell you what, Kai, for this next bit, why don't we just uh, do something a little bit different and sing it? Oh, okay. <clears throat> Praise be to the Lord. Praise be to the Lord. This is Praise Be. I tell you what, we're in good voice tonight, that's aren't good, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when we have a glass, a cup of water. We've got, we've got chemistry, haven't we? I mean, yeah. that was just off-the-cuff a cappella. Well, we were practising that at the King's Head. They got some funny looks, didn't we? Yeah, well... You we know. almost got kicked out. That bloke, that bloke and his dog who came by and thought there was some sort of uh, church meeting. He wasn't a churchgoer, was he? He wasn't, he was, he wasn't a God-fearing man. Mm. Mm. Um, we've got uh, butlers in Weatherspoons. You've put, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was in Weatherspoons today, and there was butlers there. Really? Yeah, yeah. Pete Butler and his lovely wife Lucy. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know what? You wrote this down, and I thought, what's he talking about? Butlers in Weatherspoons, and I thought you meant the table butlers, where you, yeah, no, you did. That's why I wrote it. Ah, yeah, where you, where yeah. you type in what you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete well, Butler in Weatherspoons. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 up for a short while from uh, that there. Exeter, I keep saying he's from Bristol, he lives in Bristol, but he's at Exeter, he sort of stays in. Well, I'm uh, going down that way next week or a week yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting a train from London. Yeah, yeah, he's doing all of that. It's a seven-hour journey to Exmouth. Yeah, yeah. He breaks it up with a bottle of wine on each train trip. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. That will break it up. Him and his missus. Yeah, yeah. So it was lovely to meet him. Uh, he's, What's uh, he like? What does he look like? Um, well, I, I knew him already, you know. Yeah, but I... Yeah. I've... So, so for, for the other listeners, Pete Butler is uh, not only a beloved patron, but he's also a stalwart of the uh, Norwich comedy scene. Um, and what does what, he look like? Um, what's he look like? I don't know. Is he, he a portly gentleman? He keeps changing his appearance. Or is he quite svelte? And he's he's, uh, he's up and down with his weight, like a lot of us, I'd oh, say. Okay. That's probably um, well, fair to say. Quite a stylish guy. Oh, well, yeah, make, makes an effort. Does he have hair? He's, he's, he's got hair. I mean, he had a beard today. Oh. And I think he had some bits of metal in his face. Does he wear glasses? No, no. Mm. no. Does he wear denim shorts? Uh, I didn't see any. Okay. Yeah, but oh. then the shorts are fine. Even if he did so. So is he a bit it. of a hipster then, with metal in his face and a beard, or is he a he's, is he a rocker? He's not a fully fledged hipster, but he is. There's a little bit heading that way. I'd say. Oh, does he like artisan yeah. coffee and stuff like that? Uh, let's just say I met him in a Weatherspoon, so he can't be a fully fledged hipster, can he? No, no, he can't. There's yeah. a few. We can call him a few things, but not a hipster. Anyway, he was telling because he used to run a gig in Norwich. And uh, it was a really nice gig in the crypt by uh, the other side of the river near... What's that place? Near the waterfront. They've got a place next Riverside. to Riverside. Yeah, yeah. And and he used to run a gig there, and he was sort of telling me he's got a hankering to run a gig, gig again, but he's slightly... What, down in Exeter? Yeah, down in Exeter, and he's slightly worried that he won't he won't know enough acts to do, do, a, do a gig there. Oh, you'll be surprised. Bristol. Yeah. Anybody from Bristol will pop down through the Exeter route. It's down the M5. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was telling him, I started gigging lower stuff, lower stuff's a bit of, bit of a cul-de-sac on the edge of nowhere. Yeah. And um, I used to start it off running open mic gigs, and people come from all over. I used to get loads of acts down there, loads of good yeah. ones too. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Ian Cognito, um, John Robbins, yeah. Russell Howard. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, John Richardson, Mark Olver, all of them come down. When, well, when we're on the way up, I should yeah, say. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But they're, yeah. all of those solid acts in the, yeah, in the yeah. West Country, they so, travel, and that for them is an easy one. It's all doable. And, and the other thing I was trying to get across to him is that promoters talk to each other and help each other. Because once, you know, if you help somebody out, that comes back. People help you out back. Yeah. And, you know, and, and you, you and I help each other out. I've got, like, a network of uh, promoters that I uh, cross notes with online and, and uh, occasionally in person. You've only got to look at the Mirth Control gigs, of which there are many down the West Country, and see the sort of acts that are willing to travel down there for yeah, a fee which is um, affordable for smaller promoters as well. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, I think you should get on with it. Yeah, um, he's thinking West Country, he's thinking Exeter and sort of down in Devon and Somerset, but yeah, you've got Bristol, the Midlands and everywhere all across to Reading, yeah. all of that. Yeah, do it, Pete. Yeah, do it, Pete. Well, well, well help you out if you, if you need to cross notes or, um, yeah, need a little bit of encouragement or I used advice, happily happy help you out. I used to live down that way and do a lot of um, the comparing for some of the mirth control gigs down there, down towards Plymouth and everything. Uh, I did one gig at a place in Exeter, which I remember, called, and it was called The Three Fat Fish. Oh, right. And it was a gig, and I got it I got it wrong, what I would say. Do? It was quite a hard gig to get, um, to get a spot on. And I was doing an open spot, and Craig Campbell was headlining. Oh, right. That was a big gig for me to do that. Well, I, I thought, oh, this is quite a smart place. I think I'll wear a suit. Oh right, <laughs> and so I wore a suit because yeah. I, I was thinking, oh, I must, put, you know, I must try. You know, this is the one suit the that part. you had. The, the one, the one, because they, they called you one suit car or something, didn't they? When you used to I was work called one suit. No, this was a different suit, but it was it was definitely a suit, and it was a load of students in the audience, and so they saw the suit as being. Not really their kind of oh, right. you, thing. You, you were, the, you like were a, a man. I looked like a figure of authority, I guess. Yeah, but and not in a good way. Not in a good way. And I wasn't that funny either. So yeah. I struggled along. And as I came off the stage, the guy who compared it, I think I ran the bar, um, said, well, hey, there, there goes Kai Barron there going off uh, to... And what was it he said? He said, um, we wish him all the best of luck flipping burgers or whatever he's going to do so i didn't feel like i'd i'd achieved what i set out to achieve on that yeah. one you should never be afraid of uh, crashing and burning just pick yourself up and go again yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but doing it in front of uh yeah well that's comedy quality that, act. that's comedy for you isn't it? i mean you always run the risk yeah i mean i think i died on my hole when a friend from work came to watch me and that was that was painful. And I was yeah. so I was slightly embarrassed that I didn't even stay to see Craig. I just sort of skulked out, uh, yeah, and and went home to lick my wounds. Uh, don't uh, don't let you, that put you off, Peter. You do it, mate. Get that sorted. Yeah, why would that put him off? Um, He's not booking me. Yeah, don't book Kai. Don't don't book me. <laughs> no, but I won't wear a suit next time. I think it was the suit, not the shit jokes and the bad delivery. I've seen you comparing with a uh, Union Jack suit on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they love that. Yeah. yeah. I even had somebody from the ch- local charity shop, right? Yeah. <laughs> Send me an email saying, we've got this. And it was a, sh- a suit jacket, similar sort of thing, but with it was blue with big stars all over it. Only for, only, and they, said, they thought, oh, we know what dickhead will buy this. <laughs> contacted you directly. They did. <laughs> I've never had an email from a charity shop before. It was from the Parkinson's <laughs> shop saying, oh, I thought this might interest you. <laughs> your jokes are shit, so maybe if you wear this, it might, might, yeah, it might improve your act. Does it fit? 
it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Uh... Thank you, Dara. And you've put mate. I, 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 saw I read it. that right. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, yeah I, I saw a clip of uh, Romish Ranganathan. And that's been doing the rounds because he, instead of doing comedy, he was uh, um, telling uh, other males to uh, call out uh, uh, call out other males when they were being uh, rude and nasty to women. What's there's a big word for that? Misogynistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and it's part of a routine, and somebody's clipped it up, and it's gone a bit viral. And I think it's partly gone viral because there's a campaign in London. Spelling mate with lots of A's, that's sort of derivative from that bit, and it's telling uh, it's telling it's saying mate, uh, don't be abusive to women, okay. and, that, and that's doing around now. Hmm. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's sort of his sets being weaponized into uh, so not being rude to women. I don't. Yeah, do we need to be told? I don't think we need to be schooled on that, do we? Well, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. It's a bit Didn't of virtue signalling going on there, because it's... Uh, cl- yes, the, 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 there are lots of people that are rude to women. And there's, and there's lots of people that are rude to other people, isn't there? You know, it's not it's not, it's not an exclusive male yeah. or female thing. I see where he's coming from, though. Yeah, yeah that's, I sort of see it. Well, we I, think, get, we get, I, I think we're handling this in our inimitable fashion. Well, I'll t- tell you what. <laughs> we're really, to, really to, going to, to town on this. To flip it around, though, whenever we've had uh, somebody kicking off at comedy gigs... It's often a woman. Oh yeah, you're yeah. always talking about red wine Karens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a ph- phenomenon. You don't have to say it. You don't have to do it. It's annoying. I'm not going to. Good. We're over it. Do, 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 do. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, but it's uh, but in in, in London now, right, you you you've been there. So where are we go? This. Where are we going with this? Almost rang an iPhone. His clip is getting weaponized and being put all over Twitter, and it's and. What should be a a um, a positive message? Don't be horrible to women. Is being weaponized to a, some kind of part of some social war on social media, where where in the end it's sort of pretty divisive. It's a bit of a shame. But anyway, look, uh, gentlemen, does it need to be said? Yeah, that's well, that's the debate. I'm not sure it does. And if well, you, it, if it, you it, are, it does specifically to some men, I suppose. If you're but, the sort of person that is doing that, is is being nasty and misogynistic, are you going to listen to him to no, school you? I don't think, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, you, if you're a bit of a bit of a knob, Romesh Ranganathan telling somebody to tell you to to um, wind your net back in, you kind of. You're just going to carry on if you don't. Yeah, and the internet's the sort of place where that's just going to, yeah, just going to grow and grow, isn't it? And and he's going to have probably more negatives because they're usually the more vocal people. Because people who don't do it anyway are going to go, yeah, sure, yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. But the people that don't want to listen to that are going to be the people making negative comments about it, aren't they? Yeah. Such is the nature of of the internet. It's in comedy rumors forward slash shit housery. Because Romesh is a comedian, and she tells me, not from Romesh, but from the fallout online about it, mm. uh, which I'm perpetuating here this part. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. What about what about um, what about the women's sport? You get a lot of people getting a lot of grief over that, aren't they? The, the ladies' football teams saying that it's not up to the scratch of the male, so they shouldn't get paid as much. 
Now, yeah. That's happening a lot. That's a similar sort of thing, isn't it? They wouldn't be doing it otherwise. I don't know if it's a similar sort of thing, but uh, I, I, I think with sport and the amount of money people get paid for sport, there, there is, and quite rightly, a correlation with how much revenue it actually makes. So if nobody watches it, it doesn't make any advertising. It's the World so, Cup again, isn't it? Yeah, with the with the ladies. Yeah, except one lady isn't a lady. Oh, aren't they? Yeah, there's what? there's a there's a there's there's a um a, a non-binary person. I had to look it up again. I had to remind myself what non non-binary meant. Is it like because <laughs> I'm such a dinosaur? Is it like six foot with a beard playing amongst the ladies? No, it's a biological lady identifies as a man, but it's still playing. But still playing, but identifies as a man only some of the time because. They, well done, Pablo. Got that right. Uh, uh, um, is, oh, I don't know. <laughs> they is. <laughs> they is non-binary. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you've uh, you've handled yeah. that really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that happened. But um, yeah, fair, fair play to uh, them. That's gone a bit quieter now, isn't it? With these um, trans. Oh God, it hasn't. Sports person, hasn't it? Oh, it hasn't at all. No. There was an interesting one where they they were saying so. If Mike Tyson yeah. decided to identify as a woman, yeah. is it okay for him to stand in the ring with a biological woman for a, a heavyweight title? Yeah. And the person said, well, the answer is yes, it is okay. <laughs> Who said this? <laughs> this was well, what... a lot of people do say that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because they've got to say yes. They can't mm. say suddenly, oh, no, not if it's Mike Tyson. Yeah. Um, and then get six bales of shit knocked out of them. Famously. Put them in hospital and possibly kill them. Is that okay? Because yeah. that, them's the rules now. Yeah, them, them's are the rules. Famously, there is an MMA fighter, uh, born male, now identifies as a female, and he was knocking ten living bells of shit out of all these women comp- opponents. World champion? I don't know if he's a world champion or anything. But that, an that, 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 that was happening. But, yeah, it's a, it's a weird one, isn't it? It's a weird world we live in. Anyway... Mate, <laughs> mate, <laughs> we can't talk about that, can we? Easy, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you've put permission. It ain't half hot, mum. Yeah. In comedy rumours, forward slash shit out. You're looking at that now, thinking, yeah. What did I? What, what what, why did I? No, I tell you, I tell you what it is. Do you, do you remember the uh, meet the gang? Cause the boys are here. The yeah. boys to entertain you. I don't remember it because I didn't watch it much, but yeah. yes, I do know what you're talking yeah, about. It, it ain't our fault, mum. Came on the telly the other day, and uh, we were flicking through all the crap channels because there was a bugger all on, and that came on, and uh, and it had that massive disclaimer on the front. Um, when it came on, because I think it, I think it had been uh, pulled. But for, for the younger listeners, it's a sitcom, and as the disclaimer said, uh, it, <laughs> young, it, it, younger listeners, like yeah. we've got any, it'd be one or two. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, any, any anybody, uh, well, younger than us, I suppose. But uh, this disclaimer, I can't remember it, for, for, a word for word, but I'll paraphrase. It said this show uh, reflects the attitudes and humour of the time. And it's not meant to cause any offence. And if you're offended by this kind of stuff, certainly tell you over. Oh. Something like that, right? And, and it, it is. I mean, and, and if going, going on a trans thing, I mean, there's a, there's a chap on there who's very camp who dresses up all the time in sort of ladies' clothes. And, and he's, you know, jokes are made about his dress sense and all of that. A bit like, you know, Steve 
Felton double vagina pie. Bloody had a what, go at me. Making fun of your yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really bad, isn't yeah, it? Making yeah. fun of your little denim yeah, shorts. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, his 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 comments reflect his attitude now. Oh, well, like his uh, uh the. This thing. Whereas uh, your your denim shorts represent attitudes of the nineteen eighties. Well, they don't know, right? I tell you what. Are you jealous just because you've got milk bottle legs? Because <laughs> of your complexion, you're not allowed That's to go outside. That's not what we're here to talk about, Pablo. We're here to talk about <laughs> sitcoms from yesteryear. <laughs> For the listener, as he said that, he was like tapping his thighs. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk about sitcoms of yesteryear. I'll tell you what I did see on, uh, I think they're, they're emerging on TikTok or Reels. Um, Alf Garnet. Ah, what was that one called? Yeah, uh, Till Death. Till Death Us Depart. Yeah. And there's a sketch with him sat in the pub and uh, um, Spike Milligan is sat next to him, blacked up. Oh, right. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A, for, as a Pakistani gentleman, yeah, yeah. and it comes with the fact that uh, the the scene is all about him being his neighbour now, yeah, right. and he's and he's losing his shit because he's got this Pakistani neighbour, and the language is not of today, certainly. Uh, but that's been I thought that had been properly cancelled, but they're now putting clips online, well, and they're not even putting. The funniest clips online. They're putting the ones that are just the worst kind of yeah, reflection of, of, the, yeah. of the sitcom. Well, famously, that that program, whilst a lot of people, well, people have always took that program the wrong way. When it first came out, this Warren Mitchell guy used to play Alf Garnet. He famously was Jewish and actually quite um, quite a progressive chap. So the character he played was a bigot. But even within the program, the whole premise of the program was let's laugh at this bigot he's obviously a dinosaur so the humor that we were meant to get out of it was let's laugh at alf garnet because he's obviously a dinosaur and he says all of these things but at the time it was misunderstood because all your actual bigots that completely went over their heads they actually thought he was a good guy this character alf garnet and and uh, yeah, they, they they sort of worshipped him and go, yeah, he says it how it is and that kind of thing. And now looking back, people are sort of saying, well, you know, um, look, look, you know, look at the state of this. These these were the attitudes of the, of the time, wasn't it terrible? But in actual fact, they were trying to be progressive, having Spike Milligan dress as a, a, a an Indian to get the point across. Probably wasn't the wisest move either. No, no. Um, I suppose. But there again, you've got Ben Kingsley playing Gandhi, and you know. Well, it's Ben Kingsley. Was he? He's not Indian. No, I never knew that. Yeah, they, they coloured him up. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I always thought he was Indian. Ben Kingsley. Yeah, yeah. You, th- I th- I you thought, think he was actually? Yeah, I thought he looked like Gandhi. <laughs> yeah, he did look like Gandhi because they they painted him up. Um, if I wanted a pint of cobra, and and he called me Mister Paul, I wouldn't be thrown at all. Yeah, he definitely wore darker makeup. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Anyway, that was a uh, it ain't our fault, mum. And the seventies uh, sitcoms, which aren't no longer of the time. Well, that's what people come to this podcast for, Pablo. And which is surprising. Uh, the next point I'm about to make on uh, comedy rumours shithousery is is more valid now after that fantastic material that we just um, laid down there, uh, because. 
it was the British Podcast Awards 2023 nomination. Oh, nominees have been revealed. I saw this, yeah. Yep, and... There was not... We weren't on it. No promoter mouths anywhere to be... I, I have read it twice because I thought, well, there must be something somewhere. Yeah. Um, nope. It's all the same old stuff. Yeah. Talking about progressive. They yeah. really don't get it, do they? Whoever's... They need to... Slightly overweight this. white blokes living in Norfolk, <laughs> clumsily talking about uh, race issues well, and transgender yeah. issues. I mean, I that's think, what that's what the world needs. I think I think maybe we're a bit too controversial. That's probably what it is. Um, let's have a look, shall we? Um, here are some of the nominee uh, nominees. Um, yeah. Oh, look, nods for him again, Richard Retail, Herring. Yeah. I mean, we don't listen to that. No, we said last week we yeah. don't listen to that. French and Saunders, Ellis James and John Robbins. Yeah, and, and more, it says. Yeah, I, just, I wish them all well. I wish them luck. Honestly, I really do. Up for the best podcast, Bang On It, with Michelle Deswart and Laura Smith. Um, Ellis James, John Robbins. The Alan Partridge podcast. I mean... That's good, that is, though. <laughs> and it's not actually a podcast. That's a, it's an audio book. Um, Sports Horn with Anthony Richardson and Mark Davidson, the skewer, French and Saunders titting about series three. Oh, that's awful. Well, <laughs> I mean, why, it, why would you say wrong. that? That's you why? know all the, all the other ones here, all yeah. the other ones with men in, and yeah. then you had to comment on French and Saunders being a bit shit. Pablo, oh. we're going back to Ramesh again. He's yeah. got a point, hasn't he? Yeah, all right. Okay. You need to wind your neck in there. I'll, I'll, I'll... You have, to, you have to say mate, aren't you? Mate. Oh, you yeah. can't say that. Oh, sorry. Um, I find them really funny then. And then mo- moving down, um, RHLSTP with Richard Herring. Yeah. What does RHLSTP stand for then? I don't, I don't know. Rohypno Lost. Uh, no, I don't know. No, no. Rohypno Lost? Yeah. No, it's the Richard Herring. Oh, Richard Herring. I don't know. Uh, no, I haven't got the mental capacity or the um, desire to go any further it's, with it's, trying to guess. It's Richard Herring, Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. He does it at Leicester, Leicester Square Theatre. Well, yeah, that's where the name comes from. It's a podcast that he does there. Yeah, yeah, with Richard Herring. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's a conversation, it's like you and I having this conversation and then saying something, instead of, instead of getting the older, instead of getting that, they get people sniggering and laughing. Oh, okay. And then they're very pleased with themselves. It's a real laughter. Yeah. We should call this the PA, uh, or no, the KAP, uh, LLRP. Yeah. Kind Pablo. Is that what we're Lodden Living Room Podcast. Yeah. That would work. We've missed the trip, but we've called it the promoter mates. Now, that would probably have got us a nomination if we'd named it differently. They don't know. They don't know. They're the ones missing out. Ed Gamble, who's going on his biggest tour ever. Ooh, well done, Ed. You know. This is the beauty of podcasts, though, isn't it? I mean, it can get really, really niche. So people have found us, and like what we do, um, that it's, it's a, we are the indie band that they that they know that yeah. nobody else yeah. is into yet. Definitely. And I, I love that. And then you well, know, the, Until we start earning loads of money, then we'll probably sell out. And then we'll, but, we'll be down the pub with, with Cy and Cy and, and James and all that, our, our yeah. patrons, and they'll be going, yeah, we used to like them before they were famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
and and will will be sort of uh, releasing the podcast version of uh, Bland Anthems by Coldplay. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, best of. Well, we have got plans for the best of, haven't we? For when you're on your honeymoon. Have we? Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, all right. well, just chopping bits together. But I'm not going to choose all the bits. You're going to have to go and listen back and say, "Well, we'll have that." All right. Uh, episode uh, episode twelve, uh, eighteen minutes twenty seven, Kai to. Yeah. 22 minutes and 40. Can, you, can we have that? If, and if, I'll, I'll bank all those bits together. If there's anybody who lives out there who listens to this without losing a will to live, and there's a particular bit that you like, let us know, and then we'll find it. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll stick it on our uh, special clip episode. There must be a bit that you chuckle to yourself as you go to bed, going, oh, I remember that, episode two. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? When, uh, when he had his Christmas dinner. <laughs> Yeah. His Christmas dinner was a complete, absolute travesty. <laughs> yeah, and, and they and they 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 sort of hinted where he had the Christmas dinner, yeah. but didn't say it was at the call. What bits do you remember? Uh, there must be a bit you remember, and you were like, "Oh, that was absolute gold." No, no, no. It's been in thirty-two episodes. We've just all gone forgotten. That's why it's yeah. nice listening back to some of the older ones. I don't. I can't bring myself to do it. You know, I think. I think in the future. In the future. You know, we're talking way down, like 30, 40 years from now. Yeah. Our great-great-grandchildren will be listening back. We're like uh, an electronic audio fossil. And they'll be going, yeah, was, was Grandad really a ginger twat? And did he really <laughs> hold those views and have that humour of that time? <laughs> yes. Yes, love, it was all right back then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Parking Like a Twat in Loddon and Chedgrave, brackets... Um, I've put Latitude. Did you go to... No, you didn't go to Latitude. It wasn't on the telly. They should They should be doing that. They should be putting it on the telly. They do some years, you know. They yeah. They do put it on. Like Glastonbury's great because yeah. it does get people revved up thinking, I'd like to go next year. So yeah, it, it, is, yeah. it is a good idea, but... It might have been on Sky, you know. I heard, some years they'd put it on Sky Arts. Oh, it might be worth looking looking at. It looked, it looked like it was quite... Quite good. I, the only thing I saw coming out of it was Russell Kane was doing the comedy tent, and it was a packed comedy tent. So you've probably got about four thousand people in the tent, and there were and it, there were a couple of thousand people queuing outside to get in. You were telling me about this on yeah, Saturday. In the uh, looked really good. You know that everybody, but it was raining most of Saturday. Yeah, and so you're likely to find people in the tents rather than in the open spaces, yeah, aren't you? Of course you are. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that anything against Russell Kane. But... I mean, I, I'd, I'd have gone. But I, <laughs> he I, would have filled it up anyway. Yeah, of course he would, yeah. I, I, I'd have gone, but I was pretty pleased with the weather that I didn't go. I wasn't pleased for people that I know and like that went, who uh, had to sort of uh, suffer it. Who was headlining? Um, Pope. Oh, that's well, good. Oh, that Pope on the Friday night. Well, I'm not sure. Oh, oh, the guy, Cassio, what's his name? Cassio. Uh, um, what's the name of the singer who sings the song Cassio and Budapest? George Ezra. That's it. So George Ezra was on. I think he headlined on Sunday. Um, and that was one of those uh, what-if moments. It brought back a what-if moment for me. Because when I first started putting comedy on, I, I put your friend uh, Tony Law on at uh, the Claremont Pier. And round about that time, I was talking to a, um, a, a pal of a pal of mine, uh, 
uh, Graham Wilkes in Cornwall, another comedy promoter, and he said to me, do you ever put a musical act? I said, well, I've been thinking about it. I might branch out into that. So that venue that you're dealing with, I'd tell you, if you want a musical act, there's this young lad, he's called George Ezra, and he'll do it for a couple of hundred quid, and I tell you, we had him on down here, and the young kids were queuing around the block for him. Oh. And I didn't take him up on it. And like, about two years later, we broke. And, like, you know, can you imagine? That would have been nice. Oh, uh, yeah. And who who knows what, what path that would have taken me on? Yeah. Could have been a completely different life. You might have become it? a music promoter. Yeah, I can sort of see that. that I'm surprised you didn't because you were into your music. Yeah. Why, no. why comedy? Um, because there was a massive gap between music and comedy and sort of getting on with my life with bits in between. Mm. Yeah. I went to the White Horse. Saloon. Oh, yes. On Monday. Oh, yeah. This is on Monday, not a bank holiday even. Yeah. It was just a Monday. Yeah, yeah. And I got there. There was a game of bowls going on. The Water Rats were playing. Ooh. It's like a, a band which, um, they're not too shabby. Good. Really good, uplifting stuff. Um, really, really good fun um, tunes, like the sax and drums. and Do they have drums? Anyway... Um, on a Monday night? A bit of jazzy, and uh, they are jazz, aren't they? Is it jazz? I don't know. Are they? The yeah. water rats. Anyway, garden was packed. Simon was running around like a blue-ass fly, doing his um, serving 165 covers. Wow. Um, on a Monday? On a Monday. It was absolutely rammed. So I, I did a little scan with the camera. It was bowls, a band playing, garden full, on a Monday. Oh, well, Loved yeah. that. There were families in there. Well done, everyone at the White Horse. Oh, yeah. Smashing it on a Monday. Although I did go down there. It's got to be said, I did go down there for a barbecue. Yeah. But because they were so busy, the barbecue wasn't on. Victim of their own success. Yeah. Well, and I it, said to Simon, There's no barbecue. And he goes, oh, I've got 40 checks lined up. Uh, I've got to go. Uh, and yeah. there was no so no barbie. Well, if you've got that successful, I mean, you know, you've got to, you've got to make hay when the sun shines. And the barbie, if it, if, if you put it on, it... Something else might have been compromised. He might have had to give a bad service on his uh, meal yeah. or on a barbecue. So he had to take an executive yeah, yeah. on-the-fly no. decision. But, That's what happens when he's successful, Kai. He but, sometimes has to break an egg to make an omelette. Oh, nice. That's a very good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. But fair play to the White yeah, Horse. fair play. I mean, he's... On a Monday. Yeah, smashing it. It was absolutely brilliant. And apparently the band went on till about nine o'clock or something like that. Um, and then... They went inside and carried on playing till God knows what time. Yeah. That's the way to run a little... That's the one way to run it. We, whilst we're talking about pubs locally, we should say that when we did our Patreon, our special Patreon, live from the King's Head, um, yeah, we, we suddenly found ourselves describing the King's Head and thinking, you know what? It's all right, innit? There were some elements of it were our ideal pub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got, absolutely. It's got yeah. All, the, all the little bits that make it... I, I've always... Enjoyed it in there. I mean, I mean it's it's the first pub I went to. I think. And as, as we said on the Patreon pod, which was excellent, by the way, and uh, you must listen to if you're not a Patreon by becoming one. Was it excellent? Yeah, I think it was. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I haven't listened to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you should. Well, I edited it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, that's different. Yeah, but it, it, we we should say sometimes with pubs. And what you do when you run a pub, it's not about what you do sometimes, it's about what you don't do. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Like clean the toilets and... <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> you know, just keep it real, you know. 
jukebox, pool table, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 a packet of peanuts from behind a bar. When you rip off the peanuts, you see more of the lady. I don't know if you still, is, oh, is, that still, is that still a thing? I don't know. I haven't seen you that for a long time. Yeah, that used to be a thing, didn't it? It used to, it used to be funny. But you weren't drinking, Pablo. You were very disciplined. I was yeah, very impressed. Yeah. I thought, he's going to squeeze a pint in here. You can't yeah, see me drinking know, these I pints. I was determined to uh, get get to fat fighters and actually lose some weight. Can I just um, add, though, to the latitude thing? Yeah, right? please do. Just add to it. The reason I've also put it in there is because uh, it rained all day on Saturday. Yeah. And the... Cars going out caused a bit of a quagmire in the mud. All right. Right, as they do. Yeah. Yeah. But one man that was there described the muddiness, right, of the cars that were going out. And he was like, oh, yeah, even if there was a bit of sunshine all day on Sunday, it's still going to be a mess up there and difficult to get out of. He likened it to no man's land. (laughs) <laughs> like from the First World from War? From the First World like the, the Somme. The Battle of the Somme. So he did, he he likened the... Because <laughs> he couldn't get out in his bloody Renault. <laughs> yeah, because, his, yeah, because his, uh, his Range Rover had a wheel spin. It was like apparently like no man's land. That, that yeah. sounds to me like the most middle-class way of describing a muddy yeah. car park. Right. Like, like no man's it's, land. It's such a... Middle class festival. They did tell you about the towers walking past the. Uh, I think I might have said on here. They were walking past the family field, and I heard a voice from a tent and going, "India, India, have you stolen Daddy's occult?" Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the sort of people that go to latitude, I guess. Yeah, yeah no man's land. Apparently, yeah. hmm. uh, I feel so sorry for them. Yeah, <laughs> the hardship. Um, you've put permission for new houses. Yeah, this just in. Literally, this just in. Um, the council committee have given a green light, for, I think, for another 180 new homes. Is that the ones just up at the top of Bungie Road, High Bungie Road? Uh, yes, I think so. No, Beckles Road. Beckles Road, I think it's called. Where is this? Near, 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 near where I am. Right. Before just opposite before you get to the industrial estate on the south side of the town, on the left hand side there's a field there. Isn't uh, it at the top of this road? Because they've had they've had surveyors there with their little cameras at the end. Uh, Maybe there's a way in and out. No, no, I've looked at the map. So there's still room for more. Hundred and eighty houses. Yeah, something like forty football pitches worth or something. Oh. So yeah, I mean So that's not gonna put a strain on us at all, is it? Well, I'll tell you what, some some of the businesses might do better. They might stick around a bit more and might make a bit more money. I shall be printing 180 more flyers, that's for sure. You might need a a bigger bigger room. Bigger room, they might, yeah. yeah. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Everyone kicks up a stink because they don't want the green belt to go or whatever, but... Let's be let's be honest. It's good for business. I mean, none of these houses were around before the war. I mean, not a lot of them anyway. The some, big, of, some of them were, but not on this estate. I mean, the bigger problems are the schools and the doctors and things like that. But you can't even the people here now can't get an appointment. I, so I, 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 I don't I, I, think I, that's going to change. I think they've got to build a kids' playground or something as part of the dealy. Well, it's like in the other one, they had to build a roundabout, didn't they? Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. That's why we've got a roundabout at the end yeah. of the road. Yeah. But, then it's bloody useful that roundabout. It is, but when it came to it, they were like, "No." The the caveat is when we've sold three hundred odd houses, we'll build the roundabout, yeah. something like that. But yeah, well, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. 
You, you've got to draw a line in the sand somewhere. And anyone coming in buying a new house, it's probably got a bit of money. And is are there good people to um, to entertain? I'd say it's good for the pubs. It is good, good for, for the, the shops. Pubs. Yeah, yeah. And and who knows? You might be able to buy. There might be enough business so you can buy a, a bag of chips for less than a twenty quid note. Oh. Or whatever it You're costs. still going on about your chips, are you, Pablo? Yes. Have you ever tried peeling a potato and frying it? Yeah. Yeah? Overrated? No, I do it all the time. Well, you should do it more I often. I don't fry it. it. might stop you complaining about the price don't, of I chips. I don't fry it. I peel it. Chop it up. Put it in the ninja. No, I don't bother with that shit. I, and I, I, I parboil them and then I, I spray them, stick them in the oven. Come out nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's move on. Seagull News. It's now time for Seagull News. <laughs> oh, good, I love can, that. can you hear those seagulls in the background? Yeah, that's brilliant, that. Yeah. I don't know, it makes me feel at home. You've, oh, oh, you've oh. put, yeah. look at these idiots in America. Yeah, yeah. To read that properly, look at these idiots in America. Oh. Yeah. I like the way you've done that. Yeah. What, what did I do wrong? Uh, you just went, look at these idiots in America. And it should have been? Look at these idiots in America. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about them? Well, uh... What have they done, Tableau? Let's have a look at these idiots. Can I read the headline? Yeah, you can, yeah. What? Sullivan's is removing its outdoor seating due to aggressive seagulls. Yeah, yeah, this is it. It's going, going down. So you, you think that seagull issues are purely... Confined to these shores and particularly places like Lowestoft and Yarmouth. Um, whilst there are lots of seagull news stories in Lowestoft and Yarmouth, in fact, there was one just today. Somebody found some more dead seagulls uh, being shot by somebody. But stop shooting seagulls. Yeah, but this one um, in in that there America, this made the uh, um, the national news there. Uh, vicious seagulls terrorising people at our restaurant, and they've got guns. Yeah, yeah, well, it comes they, over there as well. Are, by they, the way. are they endangered in America? Um, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think they are. Yeah, do, do you want to read a bit of this out? Uh, no. Well, you go on, Kai. All right. Um, well, somebody said, um, we've never seen it like this before. Oh, no, we've never seen it like this before. Yeah. Like that? Yeah, do it, yes. They... Well, seagulls swoop down and grab the food right as the person is putting it in their mouths. It's crazy. They're vicious. Yeah, said one Sullivan's employee. So this is a restaurant called Sullivan's. That's uh, made the news because uh, seagulls are bombarding their customers. Like a scene right out of the birds, customers are dropping their boxes of food and running from the scene screaming. So consider yourself warned. When heading out of Sully's, walk with a purpose. Make yourself appear big and intimidating. And no stopping to chat with friends and neighbours. Get that food and yourself to a safe place. Wow. Yeah. They've got advice and everything. Yeah, yeah Well, yeah. Um, I'm certainly not going to be going to Sullivan's Castle yeah. Island anytime soon. Yeah. So, just on the uh, subject of seagulls, um, you know how... This is a really popular bit, this seagull news. Well, I was listening to the latest episode of Joe Rogan's podcast this yes, morning. Yes, that's one of the world's biggest podcasts. It is. And you know what? They've started doing seagull news. What? Yeah. Not, not overly, but there was a bit on it today 
where they were talking about seagulls and they showed a bit on it where a seagull was eating a rat. That's our, that's our stuff. Yeah, didn't we have a seagull eating a um, squirrel? Yes. Did we include that? And I, yeah, yeah. I, I referenced the rat one. Yeah, 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 you did. And they were showing that and they were talking about seagulls eating all kinds of stuff on there. Banging on about it for about five minutes well, on on Joe Rogan. I, I, I mean, I don't. Know, we could clip it up and play it, but um, I'm not sure we're allowed to copyright wise. Joe Rogan, watch out! Our lawyers will be in touch. Yeah. This next section's called opinion whores. Now I've put. Yeah, you put watership down, reclassified. Did you hear this? I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watership down, the Disney cartoon has yeah. been reclassified from a. You unclassified, yeah, to a PG, yeah. After all these years, yeah. Do you think that's I, I, I appropriate? I, I think it's wholly inappropriate. I, I think it should be an eighteen. Oh, honestly, wow. you think... well, I, I went to see it when I was a kid when it came out. Has it traumatized you? I, I tell you what, I came home from that. I couldn't bloody. I, I was crying my little eyes out as a ten-year-old kid. Have you ever seen it? If you if you watch yeah. it now, it's it's like. How, in God's name, does anybody expect children to watch this? Oh, I haven't watched it for a while. I should oh. look at it with open new eyes, it, should it, I? It's harsh. It, it gets, gets you to love these bunnies and really buy into it. And, and all these close-knit bunny community. And they're all getting bloody run over and savaged. Okay. And then they play this really poignant music, you know, bright eyes, yeah. burning like fire. Well, I was going to say, leave the cartoons alone, but you think it should be... Not an eighteen, surely. I tell you what, definitely a parent's guidance. And 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 I go on a bit further. If 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 you don't want your kids to be traumatized, you probably wouldn't show it to them. I saw a movie once with a uh, where a woman was um, using a rabbit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wasn't a, that was an eighteen. Yeah, all right. I won't tell you what she did with it. Yeah, but was it, was it burning like fire? But. Yeah, and her eyes were watering. Yeah, a bit. <laughs> um, I've put... <laughs> You're right, Kelly. Yeah, I thought that was quite funny. Yeah. Um, I've put Kevin Spacey all clear. Oh, is he uh, had a dose or something? He's uh, been checked up and he's all right now, or what? Was no, Kevin Spacey. He was oh, in yeah. court, wasn't he, for his... Um, um, illicit actions. Ah. Don't you remember this? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, you remember yeah. he used to be like the um, the creative director for the national, or whatever, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, theater, yeah. And then then he started touching blokes up, allegedly. allegedly. Well, no, he definitely touched them up, and yeah. and then they all reported him, and he, he his career went down the pan, and he got cancelled. Now he's been in court, and he's all clear. He's he's all good to go. What's Apparently, it? it was nothing to worry about. Was it, uh, the biggest trick the devil ever pulled was telling the world he was gay. What? That's, that's, that's from the film, isn't it? Well, I don't know, Pablo. Yeah, yeah. The biggest trick that the devil ever pulled. Um, this is a quote, I'm not sure. This is an all right back then quote, is it, for the future? <laughs> no, I've just bastardised the quote from before. What, from what my is own it? Ends. The biggest? What, what's, what's the actual quote? Um, it's not that he was gay. You, you, you've seen the film. The, the film that he's in. You need to do some... Hole digging now to get yourself out of this one, Pablo. No, he didn't say that. What did he say? But, but the it, biggest, I'm going to write it in the biggest trick the, the devil, devil ever. Is it played or pulled? 
ever pulled. Here we go. The usual suspects. That's it. Okay. And the quote is... No, it's not that he was gay. The devil ever pulled was convincing the world... He was gay. No. That's what Kevin Spacey did. Listen. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. He was gay. One story the guys told me, the story See? I believe, what he said. He didn't say that, Pablo. No, he didn't say that. But, no. like, I'm, I'm saying it for effect because when this all came out, like, <laughs> the, the big, big bit... trick, the devil... I'm not even going to repeat it. You've said it three times now, yeah. and I'm pretty sure... Because it was a distraction, wasn't it? It was a bit like, you know, he came out and said, oh, I'm gay, but actually, you know... Is this, the, is this like the Philip Schofield yeah, thing exact, as well? Exactly that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when he, when he, it's convincing the world that he didn't exist. There, there's a the few for for oh, I can't say the word for Ferrari. Yeah, that's a hard word to say. No, for for Ferrari. Yeah, like Ferrari, as in this one's for Rory. Who's Rory? Yeah, exactly. Hello. That's what uh, Kevin Spacey said. <laughs> His man out and said, "Where's Rory? This, this one's, one's for Rory." <laughs> <laughs> um. You've put alien testimony. Oh, yeah, yeah. This just in. Today, right, in uh, under oath, um, US Army officials and ex, um, I'd say army. Um, military? Military officials under oath have said that they've seen aliens. Oh. Today, yeah, yeah. They've seen alien craft, and one of them said they've seen uh, uh, life forms that aren't human. Um that came out of spaceships. Okay. <laughs> and this is for real. Under oath. Under oath. They've said this today. Wicked. This is coming yeah. out now. So yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen much context. I, I was just scrolling through Twitter and it's I started some... seeing... But, but, yeah, this is... It is happening. This is what, what, what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, this is getting closer to having a visitor centre at Area 51, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. going to happen. They're just going to go, oh, fair enough. Come and have a look. This is what goes on here. Yeah, yeah, and it'll be the biggest. You're gonna get people like Elon Musk like doing that thing at the end of Scooby Doo and peeling off his face. And his, well, uh... you've got to wonder, haven't you? He's yeah. a bit special. Yeah, he's just autistic. Well, do you but... think so? Yeah, he, he, but the way his brain and his eyes move, and he's kind of like, and he, yeah, he keeps catching flies with his big tongue. Something else going on in his head. Yeah, yeah. he could be. He could have been. He could have been captured by aliens. Yeah. And then return to Earth. Yeah, and that anal probe uh, made him turn him into a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about Kevin Spacey again. Yeah. 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 Okay, so so there are aliens out there. Well, according to these military officials under oath today. Wow. So I mean, you know, there there are people being cynical on um, Twitter, basically saying, "Well, at first there was a." Um, what were they saying? First a pandemic, then a war, uh, and uh, now 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 aliens. You know, it, oh. whilst we all sort of you know don't, don't look over here, look over there at that shit. Oh. Let's carry on. All on. right. So that's that's what the uh, that's what some people are sort of saying. Well, watch this space. Yeah, watch this. <laughs> genuinely, space. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the subject of Elon Musk, she could do a David Bowie impression. Because that would be a really good one to do there. Yes. Yeah. Is the life on Mars? <laughs> no, watch this space. <laughs> um, I've, I've put X. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Is this another Elon Musk thing? It's Elon Musk. And we had threads last week or the week before mm. when he's changed the name. Uh, no, no. He when when Facebook brought out threads to challenge Twitter. Yeah. And now to counter that, if you've ever wanted to mess up a business, he's he's absolutely going at it, isn't he, Elon? He's changed yeah. the name of Twitter to just the letter X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we don't tweet, we X each other. Mm. And there's a, a queue of um, patents and trademark people queuing up to sue him because everyone's got X as Xbox. Included him, SpaceX. SpaceX, yeah. I yes. can see why he's gone. But, and he announced it. like with the, He said, if anyone can send me a logo of an X... And I'll pick the one I like, and and that would be it. And so people tweeted loads of X's, and he yeah. picked one, and that's how he got the branding done. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's is he lost it? He's really, you know, if you spend forty two or forty four billion pounds on something, you think you'd take a bit more care over it, wouldn't you? Mm. Don't, Don't you know, think? I, well, yeah, what's he yeah. playing at? Um, well, I think he's doing that. I think he's playing, playing. Uh, I suppose it keeps him in the news, doesn't it? Every time he does this, it's kind of another bolt of publicity. But it's not £44 billion worth, is it? I think he once just got kicked out of Twitter and he, he vowed to buy it like a mad scientist. Or I don't think he ever did get kicked out of it. He's, um, he might have had a tweet removed. I think he sees the world in a slightly different way than you and well, most people. And... and it, Whilst he's, I don't think he sees the value of money. He sees it as a means to an end. Mm. And I, I think he wants Twitter to be something very different, and he doesn't mind setting fire to it a bit. And actually, okay. yeah, um, there, there's, there's some merit in that. But what it actually turns out to be... I mean, if you scroll through Twitter, it really is um, a complete toilet. There are people on there who are... <sighs> Without Twitter, without them, you'd, you'd, you'd have total respect for them and you think, oh, they're really screwed on, fantastic, influential, well-balanced people. Then you have a look at their fucking timeline you're thinking, you've just reverted to a bloody 15-year-old kid uh, in a playground bullying other 15-year-old mm. kids or, you know, telling the teacher or, you know, all of this sort of telltale shit. They, they, they behave like children. you got... Our friend uh, Jordan Peterson on there, like, writes books about clinical psychology. He'll go on there and start calling, you know, start having to go at fat people and stuff. Mm. It's not going to cover him in glory. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he's one of the most brilliant, brilliant minds of the bloody century. Elon Musk, case in point, brilliant mind. Looks like a complete novel on Twitter. Are you, um, you going to be Xing? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> well, I'll read it. I, I don't post anything. I, I might post some promotional stuff about the gigs, but uh, yeah, I'll just scroll through hey, that. Hey, yeah, X me. This just doesn't sound the right, does it? Send no. a, send an X. Well, Twitter sounded a bit wank when it came send out. Send a tweet. Yeah. That sounds wank, doesn't it? Tweet? It, yeah, it does. Oh, I've been tweeting all day. Yeah. Uh... Look, like, if, if you... If you didn't know about Twitter, you went, you disappeared off the planet and came back again. People were on about tweeting each other. You go, why are you all sounding like balance? Twats. Yeah. Not tweets. Yeah. Well, that's more that appropriate. a big leap, yeah. was it? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So watch this space, yeah. X. 
Yeah. Watch MySpace. Oh, you're a fan of MySpace. You miss it, don't you? Yeah. Did you ever have Bebo? No, I'm not Bebo. That was for kids, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was what all the kids were having when I was that's, a that's teacher. A, when they catch pedos, they um, they always say, "Is this your account on Bebo?" On <laughs> Be- Bebo, yeah, Bebo or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Wow. Is MySpace are the account still even open? Can yeah, you, it is. You can but still they st- go there? they've stripped it off. I mean, I I, I put all my uh, music on there, and uh, and I think you can still access my music on there. Um, you can't accept the the posts. I used to put short stories and stuff like that on there. I genuinely had a bit of a following. But um wonder what happened to Tom. They all went. Let's, let's move on. Yeah, let's do it. Hellfire and Damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Thank you, Diane Abbott. Well, that's one of my favourites, actually. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> perfect, isn't it? I mean, you, 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 it's just, just Diane Abbott. You've put psychopaths. So, so I've been I've been trying to think what to put in Hellfire and Damnation, and I couldn't, you know, all the usual stuff about leaf blowers and uh, volunteer speed camera people and all of this. But I started thinking about psychopaths again. And periodically, I think I don't think that we give psychopaths enough uh, consideration. <laughs> it's going to go a little bit heavy. Ooh, because okay. psychopaths, I think, served a purpose. When we all lived in villages of a sort of 100 people and we needed to be led by uh, a, a, a brutal, charismatic leader who'd persuade us all to uh, go and invade the next village and nick all their sheep or whatever it was... Perfect to have a psychopath. The best psychopath would uh, charm us all into following them, and and that kind of serves a purpose. But now we're all living in the uh, uh, information age, and we live in a global community, and we've got nuclear weapons. They're a bloody liability. So (laughs) (laughs) it's a tenuous link from sheep rustling to. Yeah, no, well, nuclear. it's not tenuous. It's a direct correlation. Okay. So bear, bear, bear with me, right? What is the point of a psychopath? They're self-serving, aren't they, usually? Yeah, um, but what's the end result? I don't know. So, so oh. normally a psychopath will end up being a, a CEO, a dictator. Uh, they'll end up in positions of authority and power because they're very good at charming people, very good at getting what they want. They can, they don't have empathy, so they can yeah. basically step over people to get to where they need to. And have you met any psychopaths in your time? Yeah, pretty sure I've met one or two. Yeah, mm. yeah, I've worked with one. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I think you told me this. And and you, you, when if you get on the wrong side of him, you you know about it, don't you? Yeah. And and he, and he, I've given it a lot of thought, and I think what is the point of them? There must be some sort of anthropological. I said the word was guy. Um, anthropological. Anthropological. Yes, uh, or um, evolutional kind of advantage of having them within society, and I, and I think when we were earlier as a species, that that's that's when they come in handy because they say you you need to go and invade the next tribe or um, you know you need to get provisions, uh, but now. We've, we've all got plenty, and, you know, war tends to sort of take away from the... You, you don't add to anything by having a war. You add for, to something by collaborating and cooperating now. Are there any good psychopaths out there? 
Um, there are psychopaths that don't go around murdering people, and they, they, you wouldn't know about them because you know all they, they just get on. They sort of you know they live amongst us. Hmm. But yeah, um, I, I just are you are you a I, psychopath? No, no. Well, that's the sort of thing a psychopath would say, isn't it? When yeah. asked that question, yeah, yeah. I don't know any uh, going around saying, "Yeah, I'm a psychopath." Um, no, they do. Once they recognise that I yeah. am. No, I don't think you are. Okay, no. cool. No. I don't think you are. Yeah, no, no. But they're quite cunning, though, so I'm not sure now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think most of them—they're actually quite honest as well. I think they're quite clever. I mean, they might play a long game. They might, they might no, try that's... and get at someone by setting up a podcast. With no, here's here's the thing. Right? Something psychopaths aren't clever, or um, or, or not. Their their level of intellect isn't related to them being a psychopath. I knew a guy used to work with. He definitely nailed on. He had all the attributes. But thankfully for everybody else, he was thick as pig shit, oh. right? Yeah. But when 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 they're not as thick as pig shit, and that you put them in a situation where they can get to abuse people or um, take advantage without getting any repercussions, or they're smart enough to get away with no repercussions, they will they, mm. they will do what they want. Interesting. So if you are a psychopath listening, get in touch and let us know how you no, take. No, no, don't don't, oh. don't get in touch. Oh, no, no. no. Don't get no. in touch. In fact, yeah, stop listening. Yeah, you keep yourself to yourself. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't get in the sea. We, we don't need any of that. Go, go, go into hell. You've also put algorithms. Yeah. Th- well, this has come up again. We, yeah, we've yeah. had it in there before. What have you got to say about that, Pablo? Have, have, we, have, we, have we done this one again, have we? Well, have we, we have mentioned this? algorithms, but, but mentioned... They, are, they are quite a a complex and yet intrusive part of our lives well they are um and i I think like psychopaths they're responsible for a lot of ills in our society that's bad algorithms and the algorithms specifically i think on social media which uh promote the social media posts which are toxic and divisive so the toxic and divisive uh, social media posts uh, are, are pushed to the forefront of your timelines and that needs to stop. Mm. And I'm hoping with Elon Musk, with his uh, new X adventure, I hope he gets on to that. And, uh, yeah, I think you've got something for us from uh, our, our friend uh, Tony Lowe. So I tried to fool my algorithms. I fooled YouTube. YouTube just went, you only like short videos about space. And here's some politics. And I'm going, oh, yeah, I like that. Ah, that's exactly what I think. Uh, but then I fooled the algorithm. And you think I only like this. But I might like this over here. Tap, 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 tap. And I go, oh, you like that, do you? There's some different content. You go, oh, I'm uncomfortable, but I'm getting used to it. And then they go, oh, you like that, do you? Here's some content over here. I go, oh, yeah, I like that one, too. And then they kept sending me over. Anyway, long story short, I am now far right. I mean, I don't agree with any of the ideas. But I do value some of the friendships I've made over there. As long as we don't talk politics. So, uh, that's a lie. So, I, uh, more of the story. There we go. That was Tony Law's take on algorithms. Yeah, I I agree with him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's mad, isn't it? These computer nerds have written these algorithms to sort of try and sort of manipulate as much money out of our pockets as possible. Yes, and it does work. Yeah, it does work. And and the downside of it is is just sometimes it takes us to dark places, and uh, 
yeah, and for that reason, algorithms can uh, go into the pits of hell. Thank you, Pablo. Let's move on to plugging our gigs. Yes. Oh, have you got any gigs coming up? Oh, yeah. I've got mine coming up in August. Yeah. I've got two Dirty Dozen competitions yeah. in Beckles and Chedgrave. Um, I've almost booked everyone for it. Um, I've been on the phone to a few acts saying, oh, fancy this, you know, raise yeah. the standard. And there's, there's some good acts coming too. Excellent. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. In Beckles and Chedgrave, www.shaftofwit.com if you would like tickets for those on August the 3rd and 4th. Um, and the other thing I've got is the Whiz Beach Rocks Festival. Yeah. Yes, this is not a shaft of wit thing. It's no, it's something not. that you're performing at. Remarkable Entertainment, my friend out there who does the uh, entertainment in Wisbeach uh, Secret Garden, the council say, here's a budget, let's have a big festival. So there's a big stage, There's a, I'll be doing the bandstand, which is uh, local bands. Uh, there's loads of stores and charities and all sorts all around. And on a hot, sunny day, Thousands of people come down and enjoy it, and it is a proper little festival. And the Drifters are going to be headlining it. And you've got a steel band. And I've got a steel band there, yeah. yeah. And there's loads of bands on, and loads of local bands as well. Uh, if you are in the Whiz Beach area on Sunday the 6th of August, yeah, pop on down. It's free, and ah. it, it's well worth a look. I'm off to see the Drifters on Friday night at Batania Pier. Oh, no, are you paying yeah, for yeah. tickets for that? Uh, somebody else has paid for tickets, and, and they will no doubt shake me down for my part in that scene. <laughs> Getting some beers yeah, in. Yeah. Lovely. What have you got, Pablo? Yeah, well, you're going to get fed up with me saying this, but you're going to have to hold up, right? Because I'm still going to tell you. Go on. I'm not in a new and interesting way, I'm afraid. I've just got to say, 15th of September, we still have Bobby Davro headlining two shows. Brilliant. Southwold Art Centre and Gorson's Ocean Room with our friend of the pod, the wonderful Danny Postel, uh, Justin Panks and Jason Stamp MC in either side. And on the 29th, uh, Troy Hawk headlining at Woodbridge and at Southwold Art Centre. That's a Secford Theatre in Woodbridge. Called WCBComedy.com for more information and tickets. And you've got Pat Monaghan and Terry Alderton on that one. Yeah, we certainly have. That you know, is a cracking lineup, yeah, mate. Yeah, thank you, Kai. That's big league there. Yeah, yeah, I know. Keep pinching myself. Yeah. And, 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 uh, tickets are flying for that. Literally, absolute flying. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Particularly for um, Woodbridge. How's the Bobby one? Because you only announced it the other day. Uh, slow start, Goldston. Uh, reasonable start at Southwold. I thought I'd be the other way around for that, but yeah, we'll, we'll let you know. Excellent. You did that really well, Pablo. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. nice and concise and to the point. Um, we've got contrition now where we apologise for something, but um, there's nothing on there, Pablo. Didn't write anything. I mean, the problem with this is it's like the last bit, and when we're sort of filling in our crib sheet, we, oh, we sort I'd of lose, we run out of steam by the time we get to the end. I'd like to apologise, Pablo, oh. to you oh. for um, beating you three times at pool the other day, oh. knowing knowing that knowing oh, that you go. needed a pint or so just to get your arm in, and I carried on drinking beer and smashing you <sighs> in three consecutive games. I'd like to apologise. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean I wasn't expecting to beat you so easily, and therefore, you know, if I, if I seemed 
like, you know, I was a bit full of myself uh, as I danced around the table waving the pool cue, then, you know, I'd like to apologise now because I know that wasn't very becoming. And uh, Don't worry, Kat. I realise it was a big day for you. Mm. Yeah, and I realise that's a highlight for you. So, you know, you, you're welcome to it. OK, I'm glad you took it that way because, I, I've, you know, I couldn't sleep really because I was thinking, did I overdo it? You know, doing pirouettes and jumping around the table. Did you do that? I missed that bit. Uh, yeah, because I think you you left the room after that black, last black ball went down. But yeah, three times, three consecutive games. You know, thrashing you like that. Well, he didn't um, thrash me, did he? I, I think on one of the games you were giving it the big one because uh, you put five balls down, and then I caught you up, and then your ass was twitching a little bit because it really mattered to you. But it, eventually, you got that victory. Because you, just, you pump, was there, yeah, well, that fist one, pumping, that like, was, like you'd just won like a million pound tournament or something. But that was the one where you potted the black ball. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, congratulations on on winning the uh, uh, three games of pool final. Well, that makes, final it, that with makes Paul it Dunn. three games each now. Yeah. And so there, yeah. uh, there is room for another Patreon podcast where we l- d- play the decider. Yeah, well, if you want, it's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah, well, let's do it. Um, that's got to happen. So it's three games apiece. Yeah. Um, still haven't played darts, though, Pablo. You've got your own bloody hours and everything. I have. Yeah. I even cut the flights so that they're the perfect shape for me. I didn't even know they had to be a shape. Well, they, they suit my throwing style, which is um, at the board. Have you got like a like a darts twitch? No, no. I, oh, yeah. I I tell you what though. I've played. I've been playing darts for years, and I don't. I don't play that much. I'll be honest. But um, I remember playing before I could reach the board. I had to stand on a stool and get the darts out. But one day when I was living in Yeovil, and I was walking up Yeovil High Street, past the betting shop, and I, I can't remember what one it was called. Is it Bet Fred? Is that a betting shop? Yeah, it might have been Bet Fred or something. And who should be in there but the crafty Cockney himself, Eric Bristow. Oh, wow. And he was challenging people to a game of, I think it was something like 301. Oh, 301, right, yeah. Something like that. And if you beat him, you get a £5 bet that you could place. And if you lost, you get a £2 bet. Yes. So I played a leg of, not a leg of, just a game. A leg of lamb. (laughs) No, with... The crafty Cockney himself. Did he really? In a betting shop in Yeovil. Did he lose? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. I did. Um, um, yeah, the crafty Cockney. There was a guy, did a snooker player, um, uh, Alex Hurricane Higgins. Mm. Uh, he he was spotted outside uh, my local pub in uh, South Manchester, the New Wall. And uh, my, my dad at the time was in there. And I wasn't, unfortunately, but this sort of went down in folklore. They sort of uh, waved him in into the vault. And it was one of those pubs back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, where it was sort of all right to smoke a joint in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Alex Higgins was in the New Old Vault um, smoking bifters and playing uh, pool with the the, uh, local guys. And here's, here's another one. The Georgian Dragon in Winterbourne in Bristol, uh, which is near where I lived, they had a quite a tidy darts team there. And in a league match once, Bobby George turned up to play. Oh. 
and he's the guy with all the rings. Yeah, 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 yeah He's yeah, a yeah. Bobby George. Yeah. yeah. How's he still alive? Is he still alive? Yeah, I think he is. He is. Yeah, definitely still alive. I'm. I'm going to check that. It did the, the most famous and enjoyable dance story was the uh, Dex's Midnight Runners on top of the pops. Yes, Bobby George is. He's still alive. He yeah. is still yeah. alive. But do you remember the Dex's Midnight Runners singing a, um, uh, their song? Jackie Wilson said no, and they were singing their new single. Jackie Wilson said. Jackie Wilson said it was weak, petite, and so on. It's good, good track, right? And uh, the the uh, producer um, misunderstood the lyric. And instead of Jackie Wilson, just put a picture of Jockey Wilson as the backdrop. <laughs> that was a real thing. Look that up. You find it. I'll, I'll find it and stick it on YouTube. Jockey Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to drink a lot then, didn't they? They they play they play darts. Yeah. And Jockey Wilson would get through about sort of forty pints in a in a match. Yeah, yeah. Like in a proper a ridiculous amount of booze. Yeah. They'd just be necking pints all the way through. What way to live. And still getting 180. What, what, what way to live. Yeah. I, I, I think Barry George is... Well, Eric Bristow is... Uh, he's still around, but he, he got diatitis, didn't he? He did. Yeah. And he's, and he, he had his he little had swan it. technique, didn't he? He used to, he used to have... A, they called it the swan. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he had diatitis where he couldn't let go of the darts. Yeah. It was a weird... Yeah. It's just some, that's, some that's sort weird, of stigma. Weird brain thing that goes on. Bless them. Anyway, yeah. darts. Yeah, Let's different game darts. nowadays, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, yeah. Let's draw this one to a close, Pablo. That was a very pleasant, concise podcast there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I reckon, enjoyed that. I would, yeah. Anyway, then let's draw this one to a close. Um, if you are interested in becoming a patron... Which you should be. Patreon.com forward slash promoter mouse. It's £4 per month and you get extra content. You get us down the pub sometimes... You get early releases of the uh, podcast, don't and, you? And sometimes you get slightly different edits. You do. Yeah, where we... Uh, I release it, this one and then I chop some bits out after further listening and then I release it to the world. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you get edits where we, we could get cancelled. There'll be stuff on the Patreon one talking about all sorts of gollywogs. You <laughs> can <laughs> <laughs> you can see you're going to have to leave that in for the Patreon one. But so, if, for the listener, we once had a 25-minute conversation about whether or not gollywogs should be banned or not. And and Kai said when he was a kid he had one, and then later went on to say he's still got it. And uh, anyway, we, uh, we, we ended up in a bit of a... Um, that conversation would serve no purpose other than to upset people, really. <laughs> but it made us giggle like school kids. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Uh, The end of episode number 32 of the Promoter Mouths podcast. And, uh, yeah, let's call it a day. Thank you, Pablo. Thank you, Kai. See you next week. And thank you, listeners, especially the beloved Patreons. What am I going to do for six weeks, Pablo? I don't know. Do more pods. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at 
Patreon.com slash Promoter Mouths.